McKendree Bearcats, and welcome to the spooky history of McKendree. I'm your host, Elena. And I'm Madison Roan. And today we're going to be talking about the history of the McKendree Media. So, the McKendree Media started out as a combination, it's like the combination of the review and the radio, but originally the McKendree Media was just the McKendree Review. Oh, and before I get too far in, my sources are Centennial, McKendreeReview.com, and McKendree College History from 1928 to 1978. Alrighty, so let's get started. So, McKendree Media started off with the McKendree Review when it started in November 15th, 1921. Wow. Yeah, that's... It's over 100 years old. I feel old. <laughs> I'm 20. So it started off as just like a newspaper for journalism students to practice their skills. And they actually like printed and published it in Lebanon and then distributed it to the students on campus. So they had like actual paper copies that they would give out. And I think there's still some like paper copies and stuff in the, um, in the editor's office. They also had like a subscription fee to read. Oh. Yeah. There uh, still is that today. It's just added into your intuition. It is? Yeah. Huh. That's how we get funding. <laughs> so, over the years, the McKendry Review had some changes. Originally, it was just for, like, journalism students, but over time, they started changing that. And they also had changes in how often it was published, who could write for it, what kind of content was included. So it used to be published, like, weekly, I believe. Like, in a newspaper sort of format. And then, I think, like, once the 2000s hit in that area, that's when they started, like, having it online. Do you know what year they started doing the online version? Uh, not sure. Yeah, I don't know either. But for a while, it was only members of the press club that could write for the review, but that eventually eased up. And over time, they actually had some anonymous writers for the review. I don't think we have any anonymous writers now, no. I mean, we did the Dear Bogey thing. Uh, well, interpersonal communications class did the Dear Bogey advice columns. That was sort of anonymous. Yeah, so... So from 1932 to 1938, the McKendry Review regularly featured an anonymous four-line poems that humorlessly described different aspects of college life, and the poems were inspired by Mary Had a Little Lamb. All of them? Yeah. So, do you want to hear a poem? Yeah, sure. Okay, so this poem is on surviving the winter, and it goes, Mary had two little feet. She went out in the snow, and on the icy walk these feet from under her did go. And that's from December 13th of 1932. So that was back around when it started. And still pretty accurate today. Yeah. There's also one about attending chapel service, because back then it was, like, mandatory to attend chapel every week. And it went, Mary had a chapel seat to sit in twice a week. And even if the talks were good, she always went to sleep. 
And that was actually published on October 31st of 1934. Mm. It was published on Halloween. <laughs> if I could snap, I would, because that's what you do when hearing poetry. Yeah. I can't snap either. Well, do you know who wrote them? Did they ever release yeah. that? So, the poems, they went on for six years, so students knew that, like, if it was another student writing it, like, it had to be a collaboration among students, because mm-hmm. back then you could only get, like, four-year degrees. But they eventually did find out the author of it, and the author was the dean at the time. <laughs> yeah, so it was Dean Charles J. Stowell, who was the author of these poems. Which was actually really surprising to the students because, like, he didn't do a lot on campus. I don't remember exactly what it said. He just didn't seem like the type of person to be, like, humorous and silly and stuff. And honestly, I don't think students would expect to have, like, the dean writing stuff for the review. Yeah. (laughs) Especially stuff that's, like, I don't know, kind of relatable to them and their experiences, you know? When you hear, like, the dean, you don't think... Writing humorous home poems, but that's cool. He sounds like a fun guy, secretly. Yeah, secretly a fun guy. And also, around the same time, the review had an anonymous column called The Campus Owl, and it dealt with, like, campus romances. Oh. Yeah. So students probably found that more interesting. (laughs) Of, like, what's the gossip? What's the tea on romance? Was that, like, do you know if that was one student or, like, a collaborative or, like? I I do not know. I couldn't find much information on it. But I feel like, I guess it would probably be, like, the dare bogey thing that we did in class where it would be, like, people would write in, like, anonymous questions and then, like, somebody would anonymously answer, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's probably what I guess it would be like. Maybe we should bring that back. <laughs> And so during the time of World War II, the review actually listed, like, McKendree students who were fighting in the war because the age of, like, um, what is it called? Draft? Yeah, the draft. So, like, 18-year-olds and Mm -hmm. up were drafted. So a lot of students were all, like, fighting in the war. And when construction was being done on campus in the 1950s, in that time, the review also included... A lot of articles updating students on the construction. So yeah, just pretty basic stuff. They also had some articles on like sports and stuff going on. But the when they would report for like the sports and stuff, the like what they say with were the results and stuff weren't always accurate because students might not students who were like reporting might not have actually like been at the game. <laughs> so it was through like word of mouth. And the McKendry Review has, the McKendry Review has always had, like, an office. So, it started off as an office located on the first floor of the chapel underneath the west stairwell. Huh. Yeah. And it said that in 1941, the office was moved into the lower level of Pearson's Hall, which Pearson's Hall is where, like, 1828 and the hub is. So it was moved into that area. And nowadays, our the McKendry Review office is in um, Eisenmeyer. Mm-hmm. Do you know where it was before Eisenmeyer, if it got moved? 
I do not know, but I can tell you. I've been up there like once or twice, and it looks like really old and dusty up there, so it's probably been there a while. Yeah. I wonder if there was like a different office. Like if there was office before, in between like Pearson's Hall and Eisenmeyer, because they would like have it published like in a newspaper. Mm-hmm. So I wonder, maybe they did it from Pearson's Hall. But I know they actually went to, like, someone in Lebanon to get it, like, printed out and published. Mm -hmm. So, in December of 1969, tragedy struck for the McKendry View. Oh. Yeah. So, the McKendry was low on funds, and there were debates about how, like, the funds should be spread across campus. And the review posted a lot of articles criticizing, like, school administration and other people for the funding and stuff. And they had, like, a lot of scathing articles being published, and there were lots of months of debates on the funds being spent. And so, after all these months of debates and arguments, the administration decided to stop funding their review because they were posting stuff that they didn't like. Wow. Yeah. And so for a while, the review tried to run on donations, but eventually they ran out of donations and they had to stop publishing for a few months. But in November of 1970, the review was reinstated by a school administration. That's good. Yeah. And that's where, like, my history of the review ends. I could only find information up until about the 70s. So, I know that there have been, like, teachers who are, teachers here who are alumni of McKendry who, like, wrote for the review in their time. Do you know of any teachers specifically? Uh, no. Uh, mm-hmm. We don't really have a lot of connections with, like, um, oh, like the alumni uh, who write. Yeah. We would probably have to spend a lot of time looking up, like, specific people. <laughs> they probably don't have it, like listed on easily to find that they wrote. Yeah. What if you brought back, like, alumni who were on the review and, like, had them write something? I mean, that could be interesting for, like, a guest writer thing. Yeah. Yeah. So from the 70s up until about 2012 is when I don't really have much information. That's when they stopped, like, combining a bunch of information together into, like, easy books to just, like, flip through. But I know that in 2012 is when the McKendry Radio started, and we've always been in Carnegie Hall. We have not moved. (laughs) So, yeah. And we use Heil Sound Studio. That's what it says on the wall over there. So, yeah. Did you guys do, like, a 10-year celebration? <laughs> wait. Oh, wait, last year would have been 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we did. Maybe there was something in the spring. I don't know. But, yeah. And then, was it was it this school year that the review and the radio combined? Um. I think I have it written down. <laughs> Well, I think the year before that, like when I was in the Evolving Fair my freshman year, they were, um, I think, 
still combined. Like, they had the same sign-up sheet, you just said, yeah. if you wanted to do radio or review. Yeah, I think it was, like, 2021 that the review and the radio combined into McKinsey Media. Yeah, but, I mean, if you want an update, like, for now, present day, for the review, do you want me to yeah, give it? Yeah, what is present day McKinsey Review like? Uh, well, now we are, like, completely online. We have a website. Um, yeah, just look up McKendryReview.com. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, yeah, we try to post three times a week. And we talk about, we cover uh, sports. <laughs> we have a new sports writer, Elma, and she's doing a very good job of, like, getting in-depth details about, uh, like, the women's bowling team or soccer, wrestling. Um, we also do like campus news and events, like when there's an event happening on campus, like the career fair or like the play, um, we try to cover it. And we also like cover clubs on events as well. Um, like I know Grace just wrote one recently about the psychology club. Um, we have one about like the Rotorac club that also got published recently. And then we also cover like academic related news. So like news related to like um, studying for midterms or um, like sometimes like following up with professors and interviewing them so yeah. yeah I know that there's like the McKendrian and like the Bearcat blog or something like that on like the McKendry website do you know anything about like who writes for that um I believe for the McKendrian it's like um staff or faculty like they have their own writers they're not students ah uh, because I was wondering like do students write in for that or Faculty, faculty, sounds like faculty. I wonder who does that. Yeah, I think they have their own writers that they hire for that since that's, you know, the one they send out to, like, all the alumni and people interested in the country and stuff. Yeah, um, review is completely student-run. We have, like, Mm -hmm. Dr. Murphy, who's our faculty sponsor, but, like, yeah, it's all the articles are written by students. And we do have guest writers occasionally or, like, people who will write – and then classes who will do a project involving the review where they'll submit stuff like the interpersonal communication we mentioned a couple times how they did the Dear Bogey advice yeah. columns. Yeah. Uh, and then I remember last semester when it was midterm election time, I helped out the honors American politics class write some articles about the midterms. Yeah. Oh, I remember seeing those articles. You guys should scri- subscribe to the McKendry Review on their website. I am subscribed. <laughs> To get notifications. I just did that like a week ago. So yeah. do you want to talk a bit about present day McKendry Radio? Obviously that's what you're doing now. but like. Yeah, present day McKendry Radio. We're filming right now or recording right now. Um, I don't know. Lately I've been working on cleaning out our extra room off to the side because it's full of like a bunch of stuff from before it went when the McKendry radio, like, wasn't a thing beforehand, this room used to belong to some, like, health department or something like that, so there's a lot of, like, health stuff in our spare room that kind of got, like, pushed to the side so that we could have the radio, and so I've been working on cleaning up that room. We've made a lot of progress. Mm-hmm. I had Maddie help. Um, we found expired snack cakes. Yeah. Inspired, expired in 2016, so, Yeah. There, there was food in there. A whole bottle which, of barbecue sauce. Yeah, why why did they keep food in there? Also, somebody's mail 
from like 2010. So yeah, I think all of the intricate details of cleaning up that room should probably be a different episode because there's a lot of stuff. Spooky stuff. Spooky stuff? I don't know if it's spooky. It's spooky more Spooky like, in that, you know, why is there really yeah. old food in there? Yeah, spooky. And pictures of someone's and, baby. Yeah. It's like spooky and more of like, how are there not roaches in this room? <laughs> yeah. There's also like little fairy lights that I've hung around the room. I don't know where those came from. I just started on the radio in the fall, so I don't know much about our history. But you've done a lot of, like, digging and research lately, so. Yeah. But I didn't research the review, or the radio. I mean, we, like, post stuff on SoundCloud and um, Spotify, so I guess that's where all our history is. I'd have to, like, go listening through all the different podcasts. But I know that they've posted, like, a lot of different things in the past, like, like, we posted, like, recordings of, like, band concerts, and there's been different people who run, like, different, like, podcast series over the years. So, there's that. Um, yeah. I guess Rich would probably know more about the radio or the review. Yeah. Um... Oh, yeah, and so since the McKenzie Radio and the McKenzie Review are combined, um, I'm pretty sure that, like, the, like, subscription fee or whatever for the review, like, since we're combined into one club, I think that, like, might go towards the radio as well, maybe? I don't know exactly. I haven't looked into funding. But I do know that the subscription fee for the review is added into your tuition. It's probably no more than, like, $5 or something. But, yeah. We no longer, like, post, like, publish, like, stuff in paper format. So I guess it's probably cheaper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and easier, too. Although, I don't know, I do like <laughs> reading, like, hard copies of articles. Yeah. But, yeah, it's much easier to just, you know, you just, you know, upload it to the website, set it to publish on, like, at yeah. noon on whatever day and you then you can set yeah. it to publish on like a specific day and time yeah oh uh, the website's been acting weird lately and it'll like publish oh. like at six in the morning instead of at <laughs> like noon for whatever reason but yeah uh. and then like we all have like different author profiles on there so then you can look up like each author and see everything that they've written so Ooh. it's pretty cool but yeah we just updated the website it was like last semester we changed it over like just slightly different, um, so it's a slightly different format than, like, the one we had previously, um, so it's, you can only really see in, like, I guess the author profiles, and then the way that the articles are categorized on there is a little bit different. Yeah. Oh, and I know the McKendry Review and the McKendry Radio both have their own, like, Instagram accounts. Mm -hmm. The Review uses their Instagram a lot more than the radio. (laughs) Yeah. The Radio... We also have a TikTok account. There's only been, like, one video posted. I don't know who was access on the TikTok, but I may 
post a TikTok on there. <laughs> if should... I can get onto the TikTok, I can record stuff. You should do one then about, like, you could do one about you cleaning up the room. Or, like, I don't know, a tour of the podcast room. That could be fun. Yeah. We could do, like, in-person tours. That might be interesting. If you are interested in writing for the review, taking photos for the review, or recording podcasts, you know, we're always looking for new new people, new voices. So, yeah. Yeah. Just let us know. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. I'm not very good with this.